Hello everybody, my name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to be discussing the beef between Matt Walsh of The Daily Wire and Pearl Davis of Pearly Things, a very both very prominent on the YouTube sphere. Matt Walsh has been a prominent conservative columnist for years. Uh, Pearl Davis has been a successful YouTuber for about a minute. Uh, she's kind of like a female Andrew Tate. And they got into it this past week. Over the last week, um, they've gotten into it over the issue of marriage. Pearl Davis is trying to blackpill men on marriage by trying to highlight the you know the divorce court system to and using that as a cudgel to say young men are wise to avoid getting married. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to resist the black pill because this is not only a black pill that needs to be resisted, but it's a very detrimental black pill to our society. We need more young people to get married, not fewer. Fewer is correct, not less. Um, so anyway, that's what we need. And Pearl Davis is basically coming to many of the same conclusions as feminism, but from a very opposite angle. So it's very interesting to see, but when Christ is not part of your solution, it's not surprising that you end up sounding very similar, your solutions sound very similar to the problems that you oppose. We see that with James Lindsay in Wokeness. Uh, and we'll see that with a bunch of other examples, because it really is, at the end of the day, Christ or chaos. So we're going to get into this social media beef, but first, I want to let you know, Evangelical Dark Web is a Christian news gathering and commentary ministry. A lot of hard-hitting news stories over the weekend that you would have missed because I did not do them on video. So we do have a free newsletter that you can check out. We also have a Patreon-like system that you can join and support us at. That's like the most you can do. But the least you can do is like this video, subscribe to the channel if you are new. So let's dive into some tweets by Pearl Davis. So... This is from uh, September 22. It's not the most recent or the earliest tweet, but I do just want to pick up somewhere in the middle of the beef. And that is, I don't say men shouldn't get married. I say men need to weigh the risk and rewards and decide for themselves. I say just find a good woman and marry young sounds nice, but is naive advice. And I don't think that's naive advice at all. I think that's goals. That That's goals. That's not necessarily advice. You maybe could say it's a platitude. But that's goals for life. You know, like saving up and buying a house. As opposed to not saving up and renting all your life. You know, th there's some things that are advice and life paths that are common sense. These things... I, it's understandable that we're not living in the same times. And I understand that Pearl Davis is criticizing the family court system. But what's also very pressing is that her criticisms of other people's marriages, which she gets personal on this and then cries victim about people going after her and not going after the argument. She tweeted this on the same day. So let me get this straight. I point out that a YouTuber worth $9 million today likely has a different experience in man and marriage than the average Joe. Am I the bad guy for pointing it out? Am I wrong? 
And obviously net worth calculations are pretty suspect in general on the internet. But it's worth noting that Matt Walsh is a huge name in conservative media. Probably the you know one of the better Twitter accounts out there because he either is hot or he's garbage when it comes to his takes. However, Matt Walsh was not always rich. Guarantee it. Um, Matt Walsh's career hasn't always been... Like, he hasn't been that prominent for... Uh, he's been prominent for a long time, but as far as how prominent do you have to be to make money in conservative media? Like, real money? Like, big-time dollars? I don't think he's been that... Uh, I don't think he's been reeling in the bacon for that long in conservative media. If I recall correctly, he got let go of a fledgling um, conservative media company. I believe it was Eric Erickson's conservative media company because he used to be at that level. He used to be at Eric Erickson's level. And Eric Erickson has not grown since. If anything, I'd say his national platform has decreased and he's been relying on being an SBC simp and a David French wannabe, but he didn't quite go full French and, you know, didn't get any of the rewards of selling out. So there's Eric Erickson and then Matt Walsh, and I believe they used to work together and we're on the same thing. And then when he got let go of that, whether it was a, you know, the company was contracting or whatever, then he got picked up from the Daily Wire, which was a awesome free agent pickup at the time. This is like 2017, I think. So... And, and I believe that even at that time, he was probably less than 20,000 Twitter followers. So, how, mu- how long has Matt Walsh been into real money in conservative media? Not that long. Not that long. So, anyway, Pearl Davis, completely ignorant on that p- part. And then how long has he been married? Much longer. Um, and he has, like, a bunch of kids, as I understand it. So, that's a terrible argument by Pearl Davis. So, the issue, this is also on September 22. The issue is that, the issue you're also going to get with Tradcons, so she's calling uh, Matt Walsh a Tradcon, which I think is an apt label, is that they are typically above, the a- above average in some way. They live in a different reality. Tall, wealthy men, successful, are better to recover after a divorce. She continues. It's the average man, the truck drivers, construction workers, the plumbers that are financially ruined and contemplate suicide. Men are eight times more likely to commit suicide after divorce. So you get these rich men encouraging young men to sign up for marriage without warning them of any signs or any of the risks. They have spent Little to no time listening to what men who have gone through through their gone through and their solution is just pick a good woman. They have no idea how much a woman changes during a divorce, and typically there's nothing men could have done. The men could have done. Or man could have done. So Matt Walsh says six decade or six kids and married over a decade. Pretty sure I understand marriage and family a lot better than you, Pearl. And again, Matt Walsh is definitely right about that. She un- he understands marriage better than Pearl Davis. Pearl Davis also doesn't understand statistics that would generally back that 
you know, the line from Genesis that it's not good for man to be alone. So that's what the Bible tells us, that it's not good for man to be alone. And the statistics greatly support that, that married men are generally happier than single men. I believe, you know, they also say married men have more sex than single men and better sex. So, you know, just to put that little bonus out there as well. So these statistics matter. And along those lines, marriage is best for being a parent, for it's best for children to grow up in a married household. And I'd be hard pressed to find someone with children that would say that the day that their child was born wasn't one of the best days of their lives. I would say that the birth of my first daughter was one of the happiest days of my life. And it's good to raise children in marriage as well. I mean, the idea of divorce exists as a possibility, therefore don't get married. Consider the risk and just don't. That's terrible advice. That is a black pill that she's selling. Uh, There's a couple more, few more tweets to go through here. Matt Walsh says, and this is from uh, Sunday, the 24th. Part of the problem is that a lot of these, oh, I want to read the, this is a two-parter. We're going to read the first part. There is literally no difference between this and what you hear from radical feminists. She pretends to be anti-feminist, but she has arrived at virtually all the same conclusions and just has... And she's just as spiteful towards conservative men, even more so, actually. Part of the problem, Matt Walsh continues, is that these alleged right-wing influencers have no coherent worldview at all, and they don't understand the forces they're pretending to fight against. That's why they end up becoming the thing they supposedly despise. And you see that with a lot of right-wing influencers that have no biblical worldview at all. And you look at the manosphere. So the manosphere has daddy issues in Jordan Peterson, mommy issues in Andrew Tate, Pearl Davis is ex-girlfriend issues, I guess. Um, so there's a lot of issues that the manosphere tries to address But because so many of these people do it without God, they do it without a biblical understanding of masculinity, their solutions are all inadequate. And by the way, most of these people are just liars. Andrew and Tristan Tate are serial liars. Even their wealth is based on a lie. It's the appearance of wealth. It's not, they're not actually as rich as advertised. He's not a trillionaire as he once ludicrously claimed and there's no way he's a billionaire either if you you know look into it and he's definitely going to get found guilty based on the human trafficking law in Romania let's just be real um so with that said we could talk about more examples but Pearl Davis let's actually talk about her for a second Pearl Davis is not a genuine person she has admitted That she just wants a media career. She just wants to be liked and popular on social media and build a career in media. This is what she wants to do for a living. She has admitted this. Look at her interview on the Jason Whitlock podcast. 
I mean, Jason Whitlock was kind of simping her, but even the next day, he said the same thing that I'm saying right now. She wants a media career and will do what it takes to build a media career. She does not really have any life experience. She does not really have any views that are really credibly hers rather than what she thinks will generate clout. She is a clout chaser. She's not someone that's interested in building a movement. She's interested in building her brand. She's not interested in getting married, really. I would say she's not. And she isn't trying to create a society where people want to be high-value men and high-valued women. So there's a lot of people in this sphere who don't have God, who advocate no solutions or bad solutions, like not getting married because the risk is too high, instead of being serious and trying to get to the root cause. So Pearl Davis tweets this. I'm going to skip the Laura Luma tweet and get back to it. Um, But This is from Sunday also. But divorce rates are going down slightly, and I don't understand uh, stats. And she's quoting arguments made against her there. So she's saying that people accuse her of not understanding statistics, and divorce rates are going down. Um, And then she posts a tweet of marriage rates. Now, this actually destroys her argument. If you want to talk about men and women being less happy than they were, say right here in the 1950s, where, oh, look at these high marriage rates. Um, Yeah, direct factor involved in the lack of male and female happiness among young people not getting married and then dissatisfied with their life. I'd say there's a direct connection between these two. It's almost like you could draw a straight line between... um, or there's probably a very strong correlation, somewhere probably above 0.75 between divorce or not single rates. I don't know what you call um, an unmarried percentage and then dissatisfied with life percentage. I'd say there's a pretty strong correlation between that, which actually undermines her entire argument here. This is more reason to take chances in life, especially if you're young rather than shy away from chances, shy away from duty, shy away from responsibility, shying away from the dominion mandate that God gives. So Laura Loomer, who's a crazy habitual liar, by the way, like she's an evil person, also hates God, by the way. So she went after Ron DeSantis, I think, recently for quoting, for alluding to a Bible verse that says, you know, her people don't go to heaven because they don't believe in Jesus. Uh, so she took butt hurt with that. So anyway, Laura Loomer tweets, there is no point to in anyone getting married and having kids unless President Trump wins in 2024. I hope more people my age come to this real, come to realize very soon that the country will be over if Trump doesn't win. America will collapse and there won't be a country to raise a family in. Pearl Davis retweeted that by the way. That's why I'm reading this Laura Loomer tweet. Pearl Davis endorsed it by retweeting it. Because retweets really do kind of mean endorsements at the end of the day. 
There's nothing biblical about that. There's nothing good about that. There's nothing true about that. I mean, yeah, hinging our fate on Trump winning in 2024 is stupid. Refusing to get married because, you know, you're not sure if Trump's going to win or not is stupid. It's unbiblical. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a Laurel Loomer take for a reason. Uh, last tweet. There's a reason why the red pill tells men to be cautious about married. And no, it's not because we want them to be alone and miserable. It's because we don't want them to be divorced, financially crippled, separated from children, and alone and miserable. Now, I do got to say, yes, the family court does screw men in divorce. I, I, again, can't stress that enough. Honestly, though, I also suspect that most men who don't get custody following a divorce probably deserve not to have the custody after a divorce. Now, obviously, there are high-profile exceptions to this, and there's everyday examples of this as well. I'm speaking in generalizations here. And let's actually talk about solutions, because Pearl Davis isn't interested in that. Obviously, I would favor you know getting rid of no-fault divorce. All divorce should be at fault. That's my opinion. That's, I believe, a more biblical legal system because we used to have a legal system where we didn't allow no-fault divorce in mass. Another potential solution, a little bit more controversial, but since Pearl Davis is not a Christian, I don't, I don't consider her to be a Christian at all, um, you'd think she would be advocating prenups, prenuptial agreements, You'd think she'd be advocating that. Now, I, or even more moderate uh, legal reforms with marriage. Like, here's a, here's a proposal. If a woman initiates a divorce before she turns 30, she gets 25% of marital assets and not 50. That'd be a pretty interesting experiment, wouldn't it? You'd see divorce, you know, people filing for divorce plummet. I would imagine. I, I would bet money you'd see at least a 10% decrease in divorce. If you implemented laws like that, you know, women can't initiate divorce before they're 30 at the risk of losing 25% of assets. That'd be a pretty interesting experiment, I think. There's a lot of proposals that she could make instead of saying vague platitudes like reform the family court system how do you want to reform it are we going to give you know deadbeat dads more custody with their children because and i'm speaking in generalization not all dads are like that uh but there are a number of dads in divorce cases that aren't good with kids there are a number of Moms that might not be good with kids, but the system already favors them. So what what's the solution? Are you gonna encourage prenuptial agreements? Again, that's pretty high that's a pretty high risk maneuver play as well. It didn't work out for George Costanza when he floated the idea. But that's I, I joke, but they're so universally unpopular with a lot of women getting married, maybe that has changed. Because there is a mentality that, you know, I would never sign a prenup because you're just betting on failure. And maybe this advice needs to be tempered as well. You know, that if a woman, if you're 
in love with a woman that has a high body count. I'm not saying she's a well-used mattress or anything, if you get that reference. But if she has a high body count, should we completely oppose the idea of a man requiring her to sign a prenup before getting married, before putting a ring on it? We are at the moment in history and culture where we should be entertaining this thought. We should be having these types of conversations. Pearl Davis is not interested in having conversations about what reform should look like. Just that it should happen. Because she's not interested in providing solutions. She's interested in stirring up drama because that helps her media career. Matt Walsh, I don't, yeah, I pay attention to him on Twitter and nowhere else, so I'm not sure where all he stands on this. But Matt Walsh is living the trad life, and I respect him for that. And I think he's absolutely right in this argument. And again, Pearl Davis got personal with them by going after the the marriages of the Daily Wire crew. And there's really no substance to engage with Pearl Davis because she's just pointing out obvious issues. Like there's issues with the divorce court system rather than actually propose solutions. She should, she says that men should just kind of avoid marriage because it's too high risk. That's a black pill. That's not helpful. That doesn't create the culture that we want. And it's ultimately encourages tacitly or explicitly disobedience towards God. So that's what I wanted to say about this issue. My name's Ray. This is the Evangelical Dark Web. Have a blessed day. We will catch you on the next one.